Hello and welcome to Wellbeing World, the podcast, brought to you by the University of Lincoln Student Wellbeing Centre. Today's episode is called Put Your Mind to the Test and it's all about exams and assignments and how to manage this busy period. My name's Hayley and I'll be your host today and I'm joined today by Danielle and Megan. Hi guys. Hi. On the day of recording it is beautiful and sunny so we'll be nice and positive and try and make exams and assignments as exciting as we can. So as we said, today we're going to be talking about exams and assessments and as we get closer to exam um, season, we obviously see a lot of students facing challenges around exams and assessments. So what sort of thing do we think students are dealing with at the moment? Um, Stress, definitely a big one. Uh, Pressure in terms of maybe having left things to the last minute, um, which we know that obviously a lot of some students work really well leaving things to the last minute, but then others don't and that's definitely I think what a lot of them have been contacting us for for drop in with dealing with the stress and pressure um, of maybe having um, maybe assessments and exams at the same time so you know like assignments um, or dissertation season all um, comes at once doesn't it yeah definitely and obviously kind of motivation as well I think motivation's a big thing that students um, can find challenging most of the time not just kind of around exam season so um and having maybe lack of sleep or sleep difficulties obviously impacts their motivation as well. So, And I think lockdown's had a massive impact on everybody's motivation because you've not been able to do anything other than, especially for students, sit in their room. So I think that's even worse this year than maybe previous years, like trying to now, mm. suddenly they've got loads of stuff to do and they need the motivation to do it. Yeah, I think it's nice now that a lot of buildings and things are starting to open up more. So, for example... Um, being able to actually go into the library or being in like you know a group of six or something um, can help with motivating maybe studying if you get to go with your friends or something so even if they get to do this you know like a study group or something to share Mm. that with each other like Mm. you said better than being on your own and having to do your revision by yourself I think that's yeah, because I know like, I would find that a bit of a slog or a bit difficult to do yeah Um, and not separating your revision time at your desk in your room to relaxation time mm. in your desk in your room, room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all together so I think it's nice now that people can go out and I have spoken to a student this week who um, said that they actually did a study group outside because it was mm. nice and sunny and she said that they were really productive in what they got done so th- I think that's a really good yeah. good way of looking at it yeah and with it, like, it becoming spring and the weather getting a bit nicer like I said being able to get outside will definitely help with that motivation and kind of um, being able to be with other people to talk about the work you're doing and revise together because they say as well don't they that kind of to help you learn or kind of um, solidify what you know is by talking to others about it or teaching other people about it so even just having a conversation in general about what it is that you're doing can be helpful so and even knowing like it's not only you that feels the pressure because all students do feel whether they handle it well or not they do still feel that pressure surely you know during this exam period and pressure from themselves might be pressure from family members your peers um so there's a lot to deal with i think so hopefully today we can discuss some ways of of dealing with that now we've kind of looked at what students are facing um, when they're doing exams and assignments i think it's really important that we now kind of talk about what support's available uh, within the university i think maybe starting with student well-being support yeah, so I'd, um, I'd always encourage students to access drop-in um, as a first port of call if they feel that 
you know, perhaps in the run-up to exams that they're feeling a little overwhelmed or um, just looking for a bit of advice. Because drop-in is a great place just to, even just to talk things through. And obviously you're going to speak to staff who um, have spoken to lots of students and will have um, tips for, you know, managing stress and exam prep and that sort of thing. So in drop-in then, Megan, is there a certain things that you think that we should be letting students know yeah, I think um, for, you know, thinking about exams particularly, perhaps a confidence and resilience workshops would be something that would be really helpful for people. Um, you know, they're looking at building a confidence because, of course, actually, you know, exams, if you're a bit nervous about exams, some of that might be mm. to do with your levels of confidence. Mm. I mean, some people thrive in exams, don't they? But for a lot of people... Um, Sometimes just have being slightly low in confidence might have an impact. So looking and the at resilience stress. to stress, it's building yeah. those skills mm. as well. So I think yeah. it covers a bit about self-esteem, doesn't it? Because like you said, kind of how you feel about your work and what you do can impact your abilities to maybe do your studying and stuff because you're constantly maybe doubting yourself or whatever. So being yeah, able to so it's probably lo- you know there's lots of things that you know the confidence workshop and the resilience workshop will cover you know lots of strategies about um building that confidence and building your resilience and all those things are going to help with and students that are at home as well not to worry that they can't access that because we've now popped them on to a pre-recorded online workshop so obviously we can send those out to students rather than students thinking they have to be Mm -hmm. here for a certain time um yeah it's more flexible now isn't it so much more flexible face to face Um, yeah i think so Obviously, there's also lots of support around the university as well as student wellbeing. Um, and I know that we've sort of developed a few um, resources uh, that maybe we could talk about first, Danielle. Yeah, so um, one thing that we actually developed it last year um, because of obviously with the pandemic, um, students having to go home and um, everything going to basically virtual 100%. Um, one of the guides that we created, um, so it was written by one of our advisors, is managing exam anxiety at home. So that can be found on our website. We also pop it out on our social media around this time. And it covers um, topics like gaining perspective, obviously managing stress, whilst we do have a managing stress guide on its own, which we talked about in the last podcast. Um, Obviously this one touches on that a little bit too. Um, It gives general tips for before the exam, um, touches a bit about unhelpful thinking, managing unhelpful thinking patterns, um, and also practical ways that you can prepare for assessments and exams, whilst kind of then drawing upon some final points and support that's around the university. But obviously that's stuff that we're touching on here. Um, So that's definitely a really useful resource to have, especially if you are feeling a bit kind of you're at home, you're not seeing anyone from your course, not seeing any of your friends. Um, and you it's might very different, it, isn't it, preparing, I think, for an exam, yeah. if you are not seeing other people as much. And sometimes parents and friends don't always appreciate. Sometimes it could yeah. be it's been a long time since they've done an exam and yeah. um, remembering what it's like. So I, that guide is great, isn't it? To, for sure. And to, I think as well it's a little bit difficult with um, maybe students not having seen their academics or module tutors for quite a while as well whereas before if you haven't face-to-face sessions you could just ask a question um, which I think is a bit of a worry for students. Um, it's all via email isn't it and yeah. I think that sometimes you want like an urgent response and that's not always possible for academics whereas if they're in face-to-face sessions you would just be saying oh can I just yeah. ask this question while we're here uh, so yeah I think that that's a really useful guide for students to be aware of and definitely something that they don't even need to 
um, come to a drop-in if they've not got time. They, they can access that on our website. Um, I know that there's also some really useful um, tips and hints on the Student Life app and website. Danielle, I think you were looking at what is available for students at the minute. Yeah, so the Student Life content is really great. Obviously, it's done by students, for students. It's really relatable. Um, it always gets, they get really good feedback. I mean, their Instagram stories are really good as well. They always put stuff out on there. They put polls and they put videos and um, it's really good engagement. Um, so yeah, on the Student Life app, obviously you can access a lot of their um, resources. So they do videos as well as articles. Um, and things like that but you can access the same things on their website too so a couple of useful videos that we wanted to point out um, we've got for example preparing for your exams and um, that's done by student Becky Wright um, for student life we've also got unwinding after exams because obviously it's important to make sure that after you've done the test or the exam that you give yourself a bit of a break because sometimes you can then overthink about it afterwards and that's not really going to be any help because you can't change um, especially if you've happens. got another exam or another assignment yeah you can't be then worrying and over analyzing your previous um, assessment yeah um, and there's another really good one um, by Lucy too good which is about positive study spaces um, so I think that would definitely be really useful for students to have a watch and listen and it's all about making sure the environment around you is a positive one and a good one to mentally be able to you know do your studying, do your exam to reduce stress and feel organised because obviously organisation is a big thing. Because mm. if you sit down at a cluttered desk or, do you know what I mean? Or you've not got your stuff ready, like, oh, I've not got a pen, I need to get up and get a pen. Um, just kind of thinking about that in advance for studying and for um, doing the actual tests is really good. So, yeah, they've got loads of stuff um, on there. The good thing about something like the Student Life app as well is that you inevitably you end up seeing other things as well that might be helpful because yeah. there's so much on there um on different topics and actually there might be things that um you know people feel that are still relevant mm. to helping them prepare for exams or yeah. you know things like self-care and stuff like that it's all related isn't it um, yeah, and there's definitely. so much content yeah. on there i think like danielle said as well it's student to student and sometimes i think that's just a really nice um concept because you're yeah. learning from your peers rather than sort of someone you think well what do you know about yeah, sometimes you think they're probably thinking yeah okay whatever yeah <laughs> like i said earlier like sometimes family and friends with the best intentions might try and give off you advice but if it's been a long time like for me yeah. since we've done an exam you know things have changed and things mm. different and particularly through the pandemic for people doing stuff at home doing time constrained assessments you know it's different um so having peer-to-peer -peer support is and the distractions fantastic. as well like at home you know, I've spoken to students that have got, I've got a little brother that's running around and I'm trying yeah. to study. It's like, you know, so the positive spaces one might be really yeah. beneficial for them to listen to. Um, I also wanted to mention um, the advice service within um, Student Support Centre because I know that on Student Life they have got a, a Q&A or a video with Catherine um, from advice service. So that would probably answer all of the questions, but just sort of briefly, they're really good for 
understanding the regulations so if you get your thinking more in the future of when you get your results or you're worried because something went on on exam day and you think I did not do my best because actually you had extenuating circumstances they can talk you through all of those um, ECs regulations how to apply who you need to speak to they can help you understand all the exam results if you're not sure uh, what that means for you if, if you're going to have to take resits etc so they are a really good service to contact if you are unsure of anything like that we deal with all the well-being stuff and they deal with all the practical <laughs> advice about what you can and can't do um so yeah definitely check check them out as well it's good to know where they are isn't it because i think things like exams if um you know sometimes if something's not gone the way you thought it would or like you say you don't understand the exam results if you're in a bit of a panic uh, you're not sure who to turn to who to ask mm. um you know that's what the advice service are there for isn't it so knowing who they are and what they do yeah um, and how to contact them this is great yeah i think they have um, an email address which is advice at lincoln.ac.uk but you can just call student support center or if you're here on campus they've got a hub um, downstairs yeah. in the Minerva as well so definitely easily accessible for students um, we also wanted to touch upon the library support available um, for students but instead of us talking about it we thought we would do a Q&A with a member of staff from the library so here's Danielle doing a Q&A about what supports available <laughs> Hi Sam, um, I'm just here today to ask you a few questions um, about the library. Um, might be an opportunity to maybe talk about obviously the new medical school library as well if you fancy it. Um, so the first question is, could you just tell me a little bit about the library during exam season? Alright, the library in exam season can get very busy. So it's best to get there early, be prepared mm -hmm. and find your space to work in. Mm -hmm. um, we try to keep it as quiet as possible. So we try to keep noise outside down as well and we try to make it a very nice environment for you and we are there to help if you have any problems. Yeah, that's great. Um, and how are you operating at the moment? Um, opening times, contact details, things like that. At the moment, we're still working under COVID restrictions. So we would ask you to wear your mask at all times in the library, use the hand sanitising stations and follow the one-way systems throughout the library. Uh, the opening times for the University Library are 24-7. Our desk services are 8.30 to 11.50pm at night. The uh, Biomedical School is open Monday to Friday, 9 to 5pm. You can contact the main library at library.lincoln.ac.uk. For the Medical School, it's medicallibrary.ac.uk. That's great, thank you. Um, and the next question is, um, what study support does the library offer for students? We offer a wide range of study support. Uh, there's writing development. You can contact your subject librarians. Uh, there's MASH, which is maths and stats. Also, lots of workshops are available on our website. You'll find all these facilities at library.lincoln.ac. UK. So there's lots there for students to access, which a is great. A lot for them yeah, to access through lovely. the website. They can also contact us as well at the inquiries desk and we will always help. Okay, fab. Um, and what would you say for a student who has never accessed the library before, what, what should they expect? I would say they would expect a friendly environment. Mm -hmm. If you come to the inquiries desks, we will always try and help you find what you need within the library. If you have problems with your searches or anything, we're there to help you as well. 
we can help you to contact your subject librarians and we just try to make it a nice working environment for you. Yeah, I can definitely say that it's it feels friendly, especially me coming today to see the medical school library for the first time. I've definitely felt nice and welcomed and being shown around, so That's I good. can definitely vouch for that. <laughs> we try to make it a happy environment. Yeah, for sure. Um, and lastly, what would be your top revision tip if you could give one to students? Oh, the top revision tip, um, revise for only short amounts of time, so maybe 25 minutes at a time then have a five minute break. Um, this helps you to keep focused and concentrated and not get overtired mm -hmm. while you're trying to revise. Yeah, definitely avoid burnout. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I just wanted to add in um, a little bit about um, the library during exam season um, and just the benefit of the medical school library that you've shown me, which might help with the avoiding kind of burnout, being able to take yes. a break, is the lovely um, little kitchen facilities that they can use. Um, looks really great. So no, thank you very much, Sam. That's been really helpful and uh, hopefully our students will take something away from this. So I think we need to also, um, I think Daniel, you probably did actually touch on it earlier, but don't compare to others. So yeah. for students that are studying at the minute, um, obviously all students work differently don't they yeah absolutely just yeah we just can't stress enough just kind of don't compare yourself to others it's really easy especially if you're feeling stressed or overwhelmed or pressured and looking at the people that you live with or the people that you're on your course if you're talking about what you're doing to compare about how they're doing their studying or their revising and comparing it because it's different for everyone um, everyone does it in different ways don't they um, yeah, I think some students probably plan, 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 and that works really well for them, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for somebody else. Other might, others might leave it till the mm. week before, and then they just, they like the pressure. Some students like the pressure and cram. Yeah, which isn't necessarily something that we'd want to encourage, because obviously it does heighten stress levels and things. But I think as well, whilst not comparing yourself to others and just doing what kind of naturally how you would just revise and things like that I think sometimes for people who so say for example I when I was at university I was definitely someone who left things till the last minute I tried to plan a bit but I just never really was much of a planner um, and I think I used to put too much pressure on myself thinking I'm going to plan I'm going to start far in advance and then I kind of just let myself down and then I'd get frustrated that oh I said I was going to do this and I didn't it's kind of just disregard that that doesn't matter the important thing is that you're doing your studying and mm -hmm. your work anyway it doesn't really matter yeah, it's good if you do plan in advance, but if you didn't, it's no point thinking about, oh, I wish I'd started when I did, because like we said earlier, just looking back, you can't really change anything. It's what you're doing then and there. That was the opposite for exams. I was that person who had like a revision timetable. <laughs> <laughs> was it all colour Yeah, that was, that was me. Um, I also used to revise... I can't revise, I still say now I can't work in silence mm. like I can't do that and I used to have music on or something like that and I remember my mum saying how on earth can you remember anything revise anything whilst this, you've got yeah. yeah but for me that works and that you know comes back to what you were saying about things being different you mm. know for different people and um you know they say it's not for people working who, who do leave things to the last minute like you <laughs> <laughs> um as you know if it's as long as it doesn't have a 
a really negative impact on your health and your well-being if that's what works for you then then that's fine because like you say some people do work better under pressure Mm -hmm. don't they um and it's about finding what works for you and sometimes it's a bit of trial and error so you know most people who've come to university would have experienced exams um at some point and it might be that even even by the time you get to university you don't really know what works for you and what doesn't because perhaps you've not had that much experience at it so sometimes it is a bit of trial and error and and talking to other people but finding that balance between talking to them and listening to what they've got to say and and thinking yes that might work for me or no I'm not going to do that I'm not going to try that and not not comparing yourself and and I think because you have a lot more freedom when you come to university in terms of where you study and the places that are available to you whereas obviously if you're at school it's not very often when you're at school you think oh I'm just going to go to the library and do this um whereas at university it's quite a popular place and again it's trial and error when you get to university you might go to the library the first time to revise and find that it's really helpful for you or you might find that Maybe it's just full of further distractions, you know, like, well, so-and-so from the flat opposite is, is there as well, and you end up having a bit of a chinwag, which is mm. really going to be helpful. So, yeah, it's just, I agree with Megan, just a bit of trial and error about what works best for you and remembering that it might be different to others. And I think as well, depending on the assignment, so for me, like when I was at uni, I ne- didn't necessarily study the same for assignments as I did for exams because my I'm definitely more of an assignment person. I like an essay. That's my comfort zone. Um, and I used to leave that till last minute. Uh, be- I think maybe because I was a bit overconfident and thought, well, I know I can do that. Um, whereas exams, I really didn't like exams. So I would have to maybe plan that a little bit more. And my revision was basically copying the information until it was imprinted in my head. Um, And I did obviously have to start that earlier than what I would have done for an assignment. So I definitely had completely opposite study tips that worked for me and the ways of that I studied. But it's just about finding what works best for you for the type of assignment. I mean, we have students who do practical um, elements to their assignments and exams because they're in a a course where it's something like film or something. So obviously how you might study for that might be different as well um I think it just depends on who you are how you deal with things and like you say trial and error um I think as well we need to kind of think about what tips we did do that were helpful is there anything Danielle that you think that you would take from your experience and you would like to trying to think back sometimes it's hard to think back to what I did because it's a bit of a blur because in the moment you're just so focused on it all and it's almost one of those things where it goes in you're processing it and using it in your mind whilst you need to and then now because I've been out of education for so long I kind of (laughs) don't really think like what did I actually (laughs) do um I think I'm definitely probably I like things colorful and color-coded so I probably was a sucker for like colourful post-it notes and highlights. Highlights, this was my but thing. Sometimes <laughs> I think that I'm the person that I think, oh yeah, this will make me really organised and revise really well, but actually I just kind of spent some money on some highlighters and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm just, I just fall into the, I'm probably like an advertiser's dream, really. Um, yeah, I think just write, I think I definitely would write stuff out and put it on my walls where it was something where I would look at it constantly Mm. and read it. So it wasn't a case of, I wasn't someone who would rewrite things a lot, but I would take the key points and put them on my wall so that when I was like brushing my teeth or I was like doing my hair, I could look at it and it would remind me, Um, you know, a bit like fact reminding Mm. type stuff. Post-its. Yeah, like flashcards and things like that that works the same way. Flashcards, yeah, definitely. 
and that will depend on how you revise as well and how you learn it's and how, how you absorb yeah, information. How you retain information yeah. It? Um, yeah, no, flashcards is definitely a good one. That's reminded me. I definitely did use yeah. flashcards. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Megan? Did you use anything in particular um, for exams? Well, I talked about my revision timetable earlier, didn't I? I think um, for me it would be about planning and organising. Mm-hmm. We've talked before, haven't we, about you know, ways to reduce stress and planning and organising is one way of doing that. Um, and I think I need to know what's coming. So I'd have to work backwards from my exam dates and look at, okay, well, how long have I got? What can I be doing when? Because probably, and the same will be for our students, as like you said earlier, I think, Danielle, you've got multiple things happening at once. So it won't be just the case that you've just got one exam to revise for. You've probably got assignments going on as well. So for me, I think being organised, if you can... Um, you know, for some people it doesn't come naturally, but if it and if it doesn't, I think working on that is is a key thing. Um, having a big um, wall, you know, those big yeah, yearly wall, wall planners. planners. Yeah, mm. you can put it on and you can draw on the dates of when things yeah. are due, and you can you can use your highlighters yeah. for your wall planner. <laughs> yeah. That's what you like. Coloured stickers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you can see what's that's that's what I mean. You can see what's coming mm. up. So if you can see the bigger picture, um, you know, whether it's a week or a month or a year, whatever works. Um, you know, just helps you plan your time a bit more, mm. I think. And that's what I did. And like I say, for me, I can't work in silence. So places like, you know, the library, the library um, you know, just being around other people still, like, that's fine for me. But for other a people, it might not be. Yeah, I just need a little bit of background noise, otherwise I can't focus. Yeah. Um, I need background noise as well. Yeah, and I, I have to go over stuff a lot as well. Mm. You know, for me, I, you know, just a person who can't take in written or... Um, yeah, you know, I'm definitely not someone go. who can just absorb things. Yeah, so that comes away. back, you know, because I'd have to allow time for that. I'd have to allow time for going over things again and again and again to get it to sink in. So that might be why mm. that I felt the need to plan to the extent that I did. Um, yeah, I think the um, the idea of the wall planner as well is, like you said, being able to see it helps kind of take out having to remember stuff in your head because yeah. that can make you feel stressed, can't it? Yeah. And then you think, oh, have I forgotten something? Whereas if you've kind of removed it from your brain and put it on a planet, mm. you kind of don't have to try and re- remember it. It's yeah. There. And planning free time as well. I mean, we've talked oh, about that yeah. before, haven't we? Definitely. It's easy to get, to, we talked about pressure, putting too much pressure on yourself. You know, I think our advice generally would always be, you know, not to be revising right up cramming stuff in right up until, you know, no. 30 minutes before the exam. And all day, every day as yeah. well. Um, you know, you mentioned about the uh, video earlier, about unwinding after exams. You know, all that stuff is really important. And, you Just know, at the care. end of the day, you can only ever do your best. So mm-hmm. I think whatever that means for you to know that at the end of that exam, that I prepared as best I can, I did, you know, I did my best during the exam. And, and then if that's the case, you can always be happy with, yeah. you know, what you've done. And mm-hmm. I think that you have to remind yourself sometimes or sometimes it takes somebody else yeah. to say do you know what you're done now let's and just let's have a break I think that would come quite well with the confidence and resilience workshops you'll learn to kind of be have that kind of um, better self-esteem bit more confidence to be happy like I said with the things that you've done um, and I think that ties in quite well with the smarter goals um, that are kind of really widely spoken about that obviously it used to be kind of smart goals but now it do smarter because you want to evaluate and then reward yourself just literally treat yourself even if you just go out you know to tower bar kind of just for one drink or for something to eat with your friends or just go out and do like a hobby or something just to you know, just relax. But Mindful kind of, walk around, Yeah, um, you know, some of our green spaces within 
link it and I think would just to yeah. settle your mind back yeah. down than or what go you go to the gym some people like yeah. go to the gym exercises whatever really you like to do treat yourself to something after you've worked so hard um, yeah. and then it can kind of you then kind of close the chapter on that exam or that assessment or whatever and then you're ready to Move go on to the, on next, to the next, next thing yeah. yeah which comes back to what you were saying earlier wasn't it about not going over stuff you know if you feel actually okay that didn't go as well as I wanted well actually then focus on your next one and make sure that you prepare a little differently or you know whatever it is yeah um yeah and, and looking looking out for signs as well isn't it that actually maybe you are putting yourself under a bit of pressure or watching out for signs in your friends as well um you know are things getting a bit much do I need to ask for a bit of help can I chat things through to somebody you know we talked about dropping earlier using dropping you know mm-hmm. it might not be necessarily that you're looking for any hints and tips on revision but you might just want to talk it out because you're feeling a bit um, overwhelmed like you've got a weight a lot of weight on your shoulders yeah and I think we spoke a lot about managing stress and signs hints tips in our last podcast yeah so um you can listen to our stress less podcast which was for um april um for stress awareness month and in there there's loads of things about managing stress and talking about sort of setting time aside um for self-care and making sure you have that time to yourself that's not revision we do have now a new self-care guide which is a day of self-care um which would be really handy for students to have so if you're running out of ideas of what you can do because it doesn't necessarily mean you need a whole day of self-care but you could take little things off of that yeah, um, that would be really helpful and I think that there's a few students of mine that I've sent it to that have said they haven't done it all in one go in a day but they have taken little bits and pieces yeah. that they've found I really that helpful. Works definitely a lot better when you say about kind of breaking your work into manageable chunks you mm-hmm. can then break down the self-care parts and fit that in around you like a bit like a jigsaw puzzle or something and think um your kind of planner I'm going to do this bit and then I'm going to do this little bit of self-care that I'd read about and like you said it gives people ideas that you know some people might think they've exhausted the stuff that they would normally do mm. um I know I'd be like that I'd think oh, I don't even know what to do now um, it gives people ideas um, but yeah that's definitely a good thing to mention Hayley because um, that's on our website and we put that out on social media on social as well media, yeah yeah and um, I think you just touched upon like breaking it down, and I think that it can feel really overwhelming, can't it? When you think I've got all of this assignment to do and this to do, and you think, well, I've got to get it all done. But breaking that down into smaller goals and, and being goals that are more realistic, because if you set yourself a goal that's not realistic and then you don't meet mm. it, you're just going to make yourself feel worse. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and like Megan said, you know, come to student wellbeing if there is something that you want to talk about. It doesn't necessarily need to be like you said about exams, but if you're feeling overwhelmed or upset or um, there's any kind of external factors that are impacting yeah. that for sure. We're now joined by some of our wonderful University of Lincoln students who have been happy enough to share their exam tips um, and study tips with you. So we'll just play those now. Hi, my name's Catherine and I study social policy and my exam tip would be to work out your timings for the exam before you go in. This is especially helpful for essay-based exams where there's more than one question. Then I'd also write the timings at the top of the exam paper. This should help you not fall behind in the exam. Hi, my name is Emily and I take Law and Criminology. Um, I think my top tip for exams and studying in general would be make sure that the space that you're working in is a clear working environment for you, whether you have to 
go to the library to work or whether you just have to clear a space in your room to do so it just makes it so much easier it's clearer and there's no distractions around you then hello all my name's christian um i'm currently doing um an ma in history and um the only advice i can really give for students with regards to exams and assessments um and it's not exactly study advice. This advice is still important. It's to take time for you. Okay? Even with all the stress and the chaos and the mayhem that goes on around assignment time and exam time, it's still important to look after you. So that's, that's my main message. Even if it's five minutes, one minute, ten minutes, half an hour, it's important to take time out. For yourself because exams assessments they're all important everything's equally vital but so are you you're just as important so remember my only advice for this take a little bit of time for yourself and give yourself some self-care thank you as we come to a close for this month's podcast uh, what's the one thing that you would want a student to take away from this episode, Megan? Um, for me, I think it would be about uh, planning and organising, surprisingly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so just thinking about what I said earlier about looking, kind of working backwards really from, you know, your deadline or your exam, whatever it might be. And if it doesn't, if being organised and, um, you know, doing those kind of things don't, doesn't come naturally to you, then, then I would encourage people to work on it. And I know what you know, I'm a bit of a, a one for being organised, but that's because it helps me feel less stressed. Mm, so, yeah. which is really what we're talking about, isn't it? Um, trying to reduce exam stress as much as possible. And for me, that would be um, a tip to do that. And there'll be lots of different ways of doing it. And there's lots of resources out there, um, and uh, you know, all around those kind of things. And I'd encourage people to look at our resources um, and, yeah, utilise those as much as possible. What about you, Danielle? What would be the one thing you'd like a student to take away? I would say to take away from this podcast that, again, just try not to compare yourself to your friends or your flatmates um, or course mates, depending on how they study or how well they do exams, whether they're someone that can do things at the last minute or they're um, really good at just um, being in an exam rather than, you know, like writing an assignment, what have you. Just don't compare yourself to others whilst you can help each other. And sometimes maybe they do have tips that would be, um, helpful for you to be able to revise and things like that um, remember everyone works differently and that's absolutely fine so don't put any pressure on yourself um, in terms of that aspect just do what works best for you yeah I think my tip would be um, to acknowledge that it's okay to feel pressured during this busy period whether it's exams projects coming to an end mm-hmm. um, especially for sort of um, students doing uh, more practical elements to their course uh, dissertations whatever it is that you're dealing with and maybe uh, you've got actually a few of those all going on all in one go it's okay to feel that that's quite a lot to deal with and it's okay to feel pressured and not to think that you can just keep those feelings inside because you're embarrassed or you feel that you're only yeah. one feeling like it definitely not the case so come and talk to us or friends family whatever you think's helpful yeah everyone's kind of in the same Definitely. Um, and I just wanted to briefly mention as well that on the student services website we do have a page that's about continued academic support 
for students during COVID-19. And there's a lot of information on there about wellbeing support, about support from um, the advice service, personal tutor information, um, things about exam boards, how examinations are working, TCAs, um, extenuating circumstances, loads of stuff. So it's a really good hub for kind of a bit of general information around this time of the year. Yeah, that's brilliant. So that's it for this month's Wellbeing World, the podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the University of Lincoln Student Wellbeing Centre. Uh, for all things wellbeing, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. We also have our Facebook page um, and you can listen to previous episodes on Spotify. Uh, this month we have spoken about exams and assignments. Um, thank you for Danielle and Megan in joining us to discuss this. Uh, we'll see you next month.